We might be childhood friends and I might drive you round the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kid to work it out in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Okay, you, you're in charge today, aren't you? Because I didn't take any notes. You, I've been having a week. I've been having a bit of a week. You've been Mr. Crybaby McWhiny yeah. Pants all week. <laughs> yeah. Just crying babying at me all week. Uh, it's I've so been... hard. Life is so hard. I don't yeah. know. My wife has COVID and <laughs> I have to watch all my children and all that kind of stuff, right? That type of stuff, yeah. And um, then they canceled daycare. And they canceled daycare, yeah. And then... I made you record on a Saturday night. Usually that's daddy's night. That's not, that, yes, sure. No, it's... It's daddy's night in this house. Daddy doesn't get a night in this house. He doesn't get a weekend night to just be no. daddy? No. When do you have time to be daddy? Sometimes on Tuesday mornings. Hmm. Sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, your life is I'm really hard right Mr. now. Whiny, and you're being Mr. Crybaby this week. Crybaby fart butt. Uh, and I am adding things. Ascending, you're ascending. You if you you just feel like you're in control. Yeah, like you're I'm ascending. Yeah, uh, I made us watch a new film. You you wanted to stick to all the like Old '90s classes. and 2000s yeah. like romantic comedies, and I yeah. said no. We're no, we got to watch something new. Jumping through time to modern yeah. day. This one went over my head, kind of. This one went over your head. The film. Yeah, the film. Yeah, it was a lot to take in. Yeah. Uh, f- uh, Feast for the Senses. A Feast for the Senses, yeah. We watched a film called Fire Island, 2022's Fire, Fire Island. And yes. uh, I was also a little, I will admit, on my back foot when the film started, and it <laughs> turned out to be about a friend group of gay men. Yeah. And not fire elementals. It was not about fire elementals. Tanner and I thought we were going to be watching a fire elemental movie, but it's a fi- it's a fire. It's not even a fiery island. The island isn't even very fiery. I think maybe I did see like a couple yeah. of like token fires. Yeah, but it was more like controlled bonfires. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. like tiki torches. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, but that's just it was it's still fun. set dressing. You know? It's just different from what we expected. Yeah, and that's why both Jack and I were sort of this one went over our head a little bit. We yeah. were on our back feet a little yeah. bit just because we came into it with an expectation. I also heard Jack, yeah, that the film is loosely adapted from an existing piece of like iconic media. Oh yeah, but I can't remember which one. Okay, well maybe we can so tease I guess that we'll apart. Figure it yeah. out. As we go through, yeah, it should be obvious if it's if it's really like based on something that like everyone's like, oh, it's based on and then that's yeah. sort of where I can't remember what it is. Yeah, we surely will be able to recognize it, right? I'm sure we would be able to recognize it. I watched a Pokemon movie once where they go to some kind of like fire type island. Could it have? Been yeah. That? Oh boy, huh? You know, like Charizard is there. Yeah, I think that was the third film. Could be that. Uh, we'll find out. We should say it's a new movie. It's just out. Um, it's just out. It's available uh, for rent or purchase. Rented it on streaming on services. One of our. Streaming oh no, it's on. Services. It's on Hulu actually. Okay, it's a yeah. Hulu original. We all watched it. The family, and we should say maybe what is. Oh, it's the Strange Bedfellows. I'm Jack. I'm having a bit of a week. I'm Mr. Whiny McCrybaby this week. Yeah. That's Jack this week. My name's Tanner. I'm a. Asc- yeah. I'm ascending. Ascendant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I'm unstoppable. Yeah. You're like Jupiter and ascending. 
I'm like Jupiter ascending. Yep, yeah, and I'm made made out of bee parts. Is that a thing in that movie? Yeah, Sean I Bean. Didn't watch it. Okay. He was like a bee man, and okay. everyone's like some kind of man. Everyone's a kind of man. Yeah, and Channing Tatum was like a dog man. Okay, or like a wolf man. I think. How did I miss that one? Huge Hell mistake. of a film. Hell yeah. of a film. Yeah, and Sean yeah. Bean was like part B. Okay, that's good. But that's not, not none of that is in do this Do we want to do our Dramatis Persona? Oh, yeah. We have a hit segment we, we do at the top of the show now where we do Dramatis Persona. There's two notable, I mean, this is just, it's a, it's a film f- filled with people you've never seen before unless you're like. Rising stars. Rising stars, except for Margaret Cho, who's like notably in it. And Bo and Yang. Well, and that's what I want to talk about is okay, there's yeah. two other sort of notable names in the cast, Jack, and it's Bo and Yang. Yeah. And Matt Rogers, who play okay. two of the friends yeah. in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you're, if you've seen the film, if you're one of these I've seen it. sex bugs who watches along, yeah. Bo and Yang is Howie, the guy, the nerdy friend with the glasses. Mm-hmm. And Matt Rogers is Luke, the funny guy who's always in leotards, who has a porn made of him against yes. his wishes. Yeah. Spoiler for the movie. They are peers, Jack. They're peers. Yes. Of of us. Of us. We sort okay. of run in the same circles. Okay, that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, their podcast hosts, they have a podcast okay. called Las Culturistas, um, yeah. which is a little bit like what we do, too, you know? Yeah. Just sort of like it's a, two it's like friends kind of- Two cultured friends. Yeah, like commenting on- Media. Sort of the, yeah, media. And the zeitgeist. And the zeitgeist, yeah. Yeah, that's what we do, yeah. That's, that's what we tell- Investors, yeah, <laughs> that's what's in our investor deck. Mm-hmm. So you know they got a movie. Oh, I see. Yeah, and where's our fucking movie? Where's our fucking movie? Okay, so your view is these guys and us guys have us podcasters have done the same. Apparently, they're handing out us podcasters works just as hard as one another. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does Joel Kim Booster also have a podcast? I don't think so. I think he just appears on podcasts quite a bit. So where's our movie? So where's our movie? Right. Yeah. I didn't realize all it took yeah. was having a podcast. And then Because yeah. I've had two of those for years. <laughs> and nobody's offered you a movie. No, I've even asked movie yeah. producers. Movie producers came on my show and said, here's where you can cast me in your yeah. show. Yeah. No, that's true. I do remember that. I think we were close. I think we yeah. were close. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry that that. That's happened what happened to, you. to season three. So, Sex Bugs, you all know this, but we used to host a, sh- a show about the Babysitters Club. Yeah, and we interviewed all the the people from the TV show, and we made a lot of funny jokes and sort of made fun of them. Yeah, and insisted that we be on season two of the show, and they did not invite us on. I bet they were gunning for us, really, for like, season three. For season three being for like, sure. this is a deal breaker. You know, like, yeah. this is a hell we die on. We walk away unless Jack and Tanner is in this. And Netflix is just like, absolutely not. The, the streaming platforms were like... Go to fucking Hulu. They were like, we've only got room for one more movie with podcasters. And yep. it's Fire Island. And it's it's with uh, rough equivalents in talent and hard work to Jack and Tanner, Bo yeah. and Yang, and other guy. Matt Rogers. And Matt Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that's it. So this has been the airing of grievances portion. I thought we were going to be doing dramatic. We want to speculate on what our move. Oh, well, it is. I mean, that's the. I mean, Joel Kim Booster's in it too. Okay, yeah. Joel Kim Booster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not Joel like Joel Embiid. 
He's in it too. He's famous. What would our movie be? Yeah, these guys wondering? chose to adapt something, some iconic property into. Like and we're going to get into that. Yeah, space. So, the, what could we adapt that's modern? So, what is our what's our vibe here? It's two buds, middle age, two middle aged dads. Yeah, yeah, I guess sort of like overworked. Yeah, chemical dependent. Yeah, it sounds like it's starting to sound like a Jonathan Franzen novel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess you know. And if the shoe fits, the shoe fits. Yeah, and have they done the corrections yet? I don't think so. So that yeah. could be us. Or that I mean, we would us. we would do it about like where's a place that we like going together? Where do we go together? Sometimes Tokyo. It could be like Lost in Translation. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah, and it's based on the corrections. What if it's um? What if it's us? Like it's a weekend where you're in New York for a live yeah. show, and it's like us getting ready for the live show. That would be fun, and I'd it's also that. based on Jonathan Franzen's the corrections. Those are that that could be. I think Jonathan Franzen would have a field day with that because those those weekends we've now done three of them, and it's usually. Uh, me trying to over prepare for the show and force you to come along with me and say that you'll do the things that I am over preparing and yeah. you worrying that no one's either no one's going to come to the show or too many people are going to come. To the yeah. Show. Yeah. There's a sweet spot. <laughs> and just kind of talking past each other on those topics. And sort of the tension of that, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All culminating in the show. Yeah. Wow. That's good. We got to who, who? Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. It's giving these things out to podcasters. All right. So if anyone at Hulu is in the audience, uh, please do um, tell them about our show. Yeah. And trademark on the show and copyright. Yeah. 2022, Jack. Screenplay by Jonathan Franzen. Yep. So that's the Dramatis Personae this week. Yeah. Segment over. Yeah. Good. Now onward to describing the the film. Um, Shall I give it a whirl to start just to kick us off? Yeah, and I'm gonna. If you're doing broad strokes, yeah, I think that'll help sort of clarify the beats for me in a way that might, yeah, sort of reveal what mystery media we should. So that I think that's going to be maybe the discovery portion of this episode is going to be us. We will figure it out for you, the loyal listeners, what this is based on as as our show progresses. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna do some the it's oh, you know I'm gonna shoe leather reporting and and sleuthing required to figure out what can major I voice property. a concern? Yeah. I'm worried it might be Jonathan Franzen's the corrections. Oh shit. And that's why okay. it's so top of mind. It's been a while since I read it, but yeah. why did that just pop into my head? Right, it's not right. even a favorite of mine. Yeah. I remember that he was nominated for the Oprah Book Club, and then he was like, I don't want to be in this. And, you know, everyone knows that, <laughs> but it's like, dweeb. what a dweeb. Like, it just gets dweebier and lamer with every passing year that he did that. <laughs> I don't want the, the masses to read my mass market paperback. <laughs> you know, I think something that I've realized as I've gotten closer to 40 is yeah. like things that felt very like. Yeah, arch and anti-authority, like just super fucking lame. Ten years ago, it's just like completely lame and corny. Yeah, like it's now. lame, man. I, you know what? I liked the. I remember I liked the book, but boy, that was lame. I mean, you know, we, we, we eat shit, Jonathan Franzen. We finally got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, after all these years, somebody held him to account. <laughs> yeah, and wait until we hire you to write our fucking screenplay. Yeah. for our Hulu hit. Yeah, we'll pay you a billion dollars. Two boys panic about a live show. <laughs> <laughs> two adults, two dads. Two adult men. Yeah. <laughs> we can't call ourselves boys anymore, Jack. It's not charming anymore. 
Two adult men take the wrong amount of medications before a live show. <laughs> <laughs> and get either too panicked or too relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Um, let, I'll say this, is, I'll this episode's it. really t- like ripped a bandaid off for us. You know huh? what? I'm feeling better than when I started. Seeing two podcasters, yeah. I was I was ascendant. Yeah, but seeing two fellow podcasters, complete peers in every way. Yeah, finding such success. Oh, yeah, and everybody loves this. It's like 96 percent on Rock. Where's my bite? You know, yeah. where's my where's, where's my, my bite at the apple? Yeah, yeah. So it's a big trip to Fire Island. They do it every year. It's the boys. Yep. Not from not from Amazon. Not from that show. Yeah, it's just the boys. It's a bunch of boys who always go to Fire Island. For folks who don't know, Fire Island is like a gay paradise. It's in not too far from New York City. Yep. And they always go and they stay with Margaret Cho. Yes, she's their mom. She's their mom type figure, and she's a lesbian woman who has kind of taken them in, and she has a house, but it's not as nice as some of the houses on Fire Island, but it's like a house always go. It's cozy. And it's it's a uh, wall-to-wall fuck fest, I think, mostly, is the plan, to use a technical term. The film is led, and I guess maybe this will give us a potential angle here, a trajectory on which to, to hit this. Yeah. The film is led by Joel Kim Booster, who's playing... Um, somebody. I don't know. Yeah, one of the guys. One of the guys. Noah. I didn't catch them. There's too many. Disclaimer. There's too many guys in the movie. It's mostly guys. It's almost all guys. Yeah. And I. It's too many for me to know. Remember what they're all called. Yeah. Um. And they all have pretty forgettable names, like Noah, which is Joel Kim Booster's name. Yes. He's sort of the the main character. He's sort of this relatable everyman. Likes to party, likes to do sex. Mm-hmm. It turns it into a, like a bit of a pact with Bo and Yang that the two of them will, by the end of the summer, yeah, have both have had sex. Has kind of virginal vibes. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't dated much. He he's awkward on the topic, and Joel, aka Noah, only likes to have sex. He doesn't like to have boyfriends. Yeah. He's, like, not a boyfriend type of guy. Yeah. Like, the film opens with him, like, kicking a handsome man out of his bedroom in the morning. Hey. Oh. Hey, you. You're still here, which is awesome. Except, um, you have to leave. Sorry, what? No, no, no. Last night was fun. Check an icon. Seriously, you gotta go. Yeah, I know that looked a little harsh, but he had boyfriend energy, and that is just not me. Because he doesn't want anyone He's in to and get out. the impression He's that in he and might out. Yeah. be interested in having a, a long-term relationship. So that's kind of the A plot driving the film. Yeah. There's a number of pieces of media that I think kind of yeah. echo that. That's sort of a trope. Well, there's the medieval um, mystery play, Everyman. I mean, you said it's kind of an everyman story, so could we start there? Could we start in, like, the, you know, 12th century? You know, these sort of traveling troops of actors would go around and play these allegories for one another in different towns? Could it be that? Or is that reaching too far back? I don't... I'm not sure it's too far back. I'm just... I think if you say to someone, oh, this movie is based on, like, something you've heard of. Yeah. Definitely never heard of Everyman. You've never heard of Everyman? I'm wondering how many people have. It's a classic. 
Yeah. Though I will say now that every man, if I were to describe it, I haven't read it since college, is more of a religious allegory than a wall-to-wall fuck fest. Okay. I think. So yeah. that might be disqualifying. Yeah. Okay. I think we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Okay. But I just think right off the bat, something we should talk about, Jack, Yeah. is bring the tone down a little bit. Okay. Let's bring Take the our tone joke down. hats off. Okay. Yeah. Put our little Bingus Butcher paper caps on. Okay. Throw on the aprons. Yeah. Step behind the, the butcher's counter. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's Girth Jack. How long that dog? Girth Jack. How long that dog? This is where we say how long the, the, there's a lot of it. And I'll just say now that it's this show, yeah. Strange Bedfellows, yeah. we're pretty, you know, we're pretty progressive. We like to accommodate a lot of different kind of ways of being. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we're just Bingus Butchers. The Bingus Butchers deserve as much, they deserve protection, you know? Okay. Workers' protection. <laughs> yeah. We're and, out here on the front lines. Yeah. And, and I think the amount of Binguses in this movie. Yeah. It's just, it's too much to ask too, like. Yeah. And it's been, I'll say, it's been well over a year since everybody came out on their balconies at seven o'clock and yeah. clapped for the Bingus yeah. Butchers, you know, <laughs> at the you end just of can't, a hard day. <laughs> you can't throw as many dicks <laughs> at the Bingus Butchers as this film did and expect yeah. them to just, like, keep up, you know? Yeah, You're like, that's... here you go, boys. Here's your load for the day. And it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's too much. These dicks are going to go bad. They're going to, like, sit yeah. outside and rot because we just can't <laughs> get to many. them that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we just give them the night off because yeah. I think if we did try to yeah. catalog and assess each bingus That would be the rest movie, of the show. It would just be sauce. the entire show. There's so yeah. many of it. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, you know, this is – we're – yeah. Yeah. So we might make a few less bucks today. Yeah. But you know what? We believe in <laughs> workers' rights. Exactly. So we won't, unfortunately, be hearing from the Bingus Butchers this week. Uh, just know that there's a lot of um, penises in this film. And I was going to say everyone's having a nice time. But what actually happens is that not everyone has a nice time. Almost everyone does. A lot of people appear to be having a pretty nice time. But the bo- a lot of the boys are getting caught up in the drama schemes. and the bullshit and the yeah. schemes. Yeah. Bo and Yang yeah. sees a, a boy across the the dock yeah and it wasn't a man he's like a boy he's he's a boy he's got boyish features yeah yep and he gives him eyes it gives him eyes yeah and the boy returns the eyes and and romance is blooming yeah and he's nice he's one of the nice ones but he's friends with a different social set yeah he's friends with the the like rich party boys on this is something that i was talking with my wife about after the film because they are doing a thing where they're like early on they're like well within gay culture on fire island you know there are different social you said this to your wife that's what they said in the film and then i was about to comment right on it. Okay. thank you so much for derailing that i do appreciate it no it's i just not, i wanted to make to sure keep it all in, in my mind yeah. yeah 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 that's what they say in the film there's yeah, you know, and then different you social speaking things. as an authority. Awesome, that's great because I had just kind of got ramped back up into it, but now here it's okay. Let's just start yeah. again. There are two. So what they say in the film is that there are a couple different social yeah. spheres. Yeah, and in some of them, it's like you got the abs, you got the looks. Yeah, that's my. And sphere. then in some of them, you know, you're lesser somehow. It's kind yeah. of the message of the film. Yeah, in our community, money isn't the only form of currency. Race, masculinity, abs, 
Just a few of the metrics we use to separate ourselves into upper and lower classes. Of course, I don't care about all that shit, but what can I say? I'm a class trader. But, and this is my counterpoint, <laughs> um, that everybody in the film is so good looking. Yeah, everyone is really good and looking. They all have the, the only abs. thing that I really. Couldn't, I couldn't make any fine distinctions between like the apparent high class guys with their extremely handsome, masculine, yeah. sexy bodies and the apparent. You know, riffraff, who are the ones that we're kind of identifying yeah. with, and they're incredibly handsome, toned, sexy bodies. The most notable thing is that the crew, the the boys, the crew yeah. that we're hanging with, wears like slightly more colorful, like slightly slim trunks. More. But they all, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was tip, it, it like if you had lined them up, and you know what, this could be a cultural thing. It's not, it you know, it may be that I have not spent enough time on Fire Island. Kind of yeah. differentiating. No, but and if you I line them all up. Hellish. I would say that is a long Fire line everywhere. of extremely handsome, colorfully clad, swim betrunked, sexy boys. So that, but they they manage to ingratiate themselves yeah. to the upper class, yes. the upper tier, and they go to their party, and they and they go to their party, themselves. yeah, and they embarrass themselves. Except yeah. like the one, the one like boy who's interested. Yeah, uh, in Bo and Yang gets along keeps well. The, keeps the connection between and the they have a alive. nice night where Bo and Yang vomits all night into yeah. an urn, and then the other man, um, you know, strokes his hair, and it's a connection is formed. So do we well, have let's enough? Think about this. Yeah. We're talking about sort of um, the protagonist, yeah, and their circle is kind of invited into or finds their way into like a a different sphere of society, yeah, like a different clique. Oh. um... What's that thing with the? Uh, I think it's Matt Damon where he like goes into sp- uh, fancy space. Oh, Elysium. Yeah, is it? Yes. Could it be that? Huh? <laughs> could be. Elysium. I haven't seen it. it. Feels a little modern. Like, yeah, do okay. we need a like Elysium was like what twenty sixteen? Yeah, it was like. The... Are we ready for a retelling of Elysium <laughs> in twenty twenty two? Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Okay, so you think it's something more so somewhere so I think we're narrowing down because it's somewhere in between medieval allegory, every man, yeah, and, and modern like allegory, twenty sixteen like action, Elysium. epic, yeah. yeah. Okay, but that was a good guess. So it's good some guess, it's, yeah, and it's also going to be some kind of a property whereby it seems like the vibe that's happening between these two factions to some extent is that the snobs are a little bit too snobby. Yeah, and a lot of the them. Other there's, a crowd, bit, the, there's a recurring bit in the film where every time Joel Kim Booster shows up at this place... Yeah, it's funny. They're like, there's a guy who like... It says, can I help you? It, it just always is like walking down the stairway saying, yeah. can I help you? Yeah, Even though funny. he's been introduced to him like three times. Excuse me, can we help, help me? You? Yeah, you could get a new fucking line, Braden. Jesus. It's a good bit. It's the best yeah. bit in the movie. Okay, so not enough yet. I mean, unless you can reach back into your like pedantic academia space. What am I looking for? Wall to wall fuck fest. Wall to wall fuck fest. But I think we focus on this one thing at a time here. You know, because yeah. like cultures change, moods shift. Like something that's acceptable yeah. now may not have been acceptable then. So yeah, what is like some some like class hopping sort of like narratives about a a lower class. Being temporarily thrust into an I mean, upper class. It sounds a lot like Dickens. Right. Great Bleak expectations. House, great expectations. That feels more. Because there are a lot of great expectations in this. Yeah. 
of everyone has a pretty great expectation ex- having a really nice down. time on Fire Island with some Molly and some dicking down. <laughs> yeah, Jamie yeah. and I had to look up what G is. G. Yeah, one of them takes G and it oh. gets pretty bonkers. Well, what's that? I didn't know. It's that liquid. One. It's called liquid Molly or liquid okay. E. It's like okay. gamma Nothing's new. Nothing's new, man. Nothing's Back in new. my day, we just called it E, and now they're like, it's the same thing, but it's got a different name and now it's you just drink liquid. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay, dude. It's the same shit, guys. <laughs> yeah. You just have to drink it though, you yeah. know? <laughs> so maybe. Yeah, let's put a pin in that one. Okay. So we've got maybe the everyman. We've got everyman. We've got corrections. Yep. No, we don't have that. That's just for us. That's for us. That's we've for daddies. We've got um, Elysium. Elysium could be. And then we were we were kind of, we felt like we were getting somewhere with Dickens or Trollope. Let me throw one out here for you, Ryder Haggard. And before you say, hey, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> the film opens and... Uh, Noah, I believe, is being awoken by his ringtone. Yeah. And his ringtone is a repetitive phrase of somebody saying, She's an icon. She's a legend. She's an icon. She's a legend. Okay. And Those those two sentences over and over again? Yeah, she's an icon. She's a legend. That's the ringtone. Okay. And so I think the film is asking us, the viewers, the critic, to wonder or to discover who's she. And as you know, Tanner, she is a novel by Ryder Haggard. Oh, oh. She Who Must Not Be Named. Okay. It's also a Green Day song. Yeah, it's also a Green Day song, but that's le- uh, vastly less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but people Could have heard of that? that Green Day song. <laughs> I don't yeah. think anyone's really okay. heard of. What did you say his name was? Merle Haggard. It's Ryder Haggard. He, come on, man. He's, he has a famous. He has a much more famous novel than she. Do you want to know what it actually is about? It's called King Solomon's Minds. Lil King Solomon's Kim. Minds. 1885. 1886 is she. What? L- Lil Kim. Lil Lil Kim. What about her? That's who she is. How do we know? I looked it up. No, it's. She's an icon. She's a legend was a phrase uttered by Wendy Williams on the Wendy show. And she's talking about rapper Lil Kim on the 11th of July, 2019 episode of the Wendy Williams show. A first person narrative which follows the journey of Horace Holly and his ward Leo Vinci to a lost kingdom in the African interior. They encounter a... Oh, this sounds really problematic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's... (laughs) Put that one sort of in the maybe pile. <laughs> okay. And I guess we'll put this episode of Wendy Williams in there, too. <laughs> so it's Lil' Kim. She, that's who she is referring to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's one mystery so solved. So it could be Folks, based on a. I hope you're of... enjoying this ride. We're solving mysteries left yeah, and yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We don't want to look it up. It, we yeah. shouldn't. We're sorry. not going to look it up. We shouldn't we have look to it look it up. We could say what's it based on, but we're not going to. No. We shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to. Should we take the, a break? The film should make it clear. Yes, let's take a break. Okay. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? 
Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of a infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet so it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet that's us like that's what we do share this with a friend one like one prayer i will follow through on the like prayer stuff too i will be praying all night i would use today's sponsor betterhelp.com um of course i can't i am evil tanner i can only use the deep web we do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com um it's called worsehelp.com it's not good but i think betterhelp.com is great from everything i've heard convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun. Okay, here's what I think we should do, because we're just banging our heads up against a wall here. Yeah. I've got a fun little quiz I prepared. Perfect. That I'm, we can I'm do. frustrated. I could yeah. use, I need to clear my head. We'll do this fun little clear quiz the air. as a distraction from the task at hand, which is we promise you that by the end of this episode, yeah. bed babies, we will have figured out without looking it up what property this film is based right. on. Yeah. In the meantime, just to clear the air, let's do this fun, silly quiz that I've invented that's called. Is this a quote from Fire Island or Pride and Prejudice? Okay. And you can funny. you can guess. Yeah, funny, right? One's old, one's new. One's old and one's new. But which is it? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start. Ready? And you just say which one you think it is. Okay. I've just pulled a few quotes. And there's a slight problem because I, I didn't label them. And I can't oh, okay. totally remember myself which one is which, but I'm going to try to make sure I get it right. Okay. Okay, here's the first one. Ready? Yeah. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. Yeah. And it's me, I'm guessing? I'm asking you, is that a quote from Fire Island or the Jane Austen novel, Pride and Prejudice? Um, or the Jane Austen BBC adaptation with Jennifer Ely. It's been and Colfer, a little while. One that I will acknowledge. Since I... Uh, read the book, which I've read yeah. several times, and it's been a little while since I've seen any of the adaptations, which I've seen yeah. several of. Yeah. So it's not as fresh in my mind as I probably would want it to be for this, but yeah. is that Jane Austen? You know what? It's actually in both. Oh, that's in both? 
Yeah, isn't that weird? Okay. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. So they just, Fire Island just like the lifted film, it. Fire Island starts with they say that. I mean, y- I yeah. guess it's just language. It's, it's not in the public it. domain by yeah, now, I guess. Yeah. But it's also just like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's just how I wanted to say it too. Yeah, that's how I wanted to say it. It's a it's a truth universally acknowledged. So Jane is already saying yeah. that everybody knows this. Yeah, yeah, right? I'm aware that that's how Jane yeah. Austen said it, but I don't care. It's how I want to say it too. Yeah, I am part of universally, and I acknowledge this as well. Says Fire Island mm-hmm. director. Okay, all right, that was a tough one. Okay, here's a second one. Yeah, I only pulled a couple. I don't have a lot. I have to be attracted to him. He has to be nice to me. And I'm not letting some guy stick his foot in my ass just so I can say I got some. So I just watched Fire Island. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Do I remember anyone sticking their foot in anyone's ass? I don't think so. There's a lot of stuff that people do to one another. Yeah, but I don't think... I don't think I ever saw anyone sticking their foot in another person's ass. Now, it has yeah. been a couple of years since I've seen or read Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Did it happen in that film? I don't know. It's such a, it's like such a British, you know, old fashioned British sensibility. Like, sh- surely someone did, but like they don't talk about it in polite society, you know? Yeah. I, and I don't know. This is one of the ones I'll just say now. It's one of the ones that I I forgot to put a label next to. Yeah. So I don't know. And I I'm kind of swayed by the posh British accent that I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's say Pride and Prejudice for that. Yeah. Let's one. just say we'll just say Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I've got here's a tricky one. Okay. This is an exchange between uh, the characters. Um. Character. I'm realizing I shouldn't say their names. Character number one, prideful male. Okay. And character number two, um, prejudicial love interest of male. Okay. Potentially also male, potentially not, depending on which of the things it is. Okay. Character number one says, Perhaps that is not possible for anyone, but it has been the study of my life to avoid those weaknesses which often expose a strong understanding to ridicule. And then character number two says, Somehow I'm mad. And horny. (laughs) (laughs) That's my secret cap. (laughs) That's my secret cap. I'm I'm always always mad and horny. horny. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always a little bit annoyed (laughs) and a little bit turned on. (laughs) That's my secret cap. It's a bad secret. (laughs) Now, I don't know if it's, once again, your treatment of the text that has colored my opinion. And also, I think, at least in the first half of that... Some pretty hoity-toity sounding language. Yeah, some pretty hoity-toity shit, yeah. It's pushing me to Pride and Prejudice. Do you have an answer on this one? I, I do and I don't. Okay. I do in the sense that this was a trick question. I actually took a line from Pride and Prejudice and then a line from this movie and then kind of put them together. Okay. But I don't in the sense that I can't remember which one Which is one is which, which right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of stuck there. Yeah. That's tough. I think we just say that one is Pride and Prejudice again too, and I yeah we'll I say think that's we Pride say and just prejudice. like I know that it's a little bit of a Frankenstein's monster, but yeah, on the whole, it reads as Pride and Prejudice to me. Okay, all right. Well, I've got one last one, and I don't. I again, I'll just preface it by saying I don't remember which one it's from. Okay, and it's just the last one, and you know, 
maybe it'll be obvious to the listeners, but I'm not as well read as, yeah. you know, maybe you are. Yeah. Here it is. Ready? I think that's true. He would not want us to sit here and mope on the dock. He would want us to do bumps of K by the pool. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Fire Island. They do a ton yeah. of drugs. In they this do movie. a it's lot like of a, It's like a commercial yeah. for drugs. <laughs> it's a commercial for drugs. I, I, you know, whatever. I haven't done drugs in a long time, but I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, looks fun. That one looks fun. <laughs> Seems fun. Yeah, they all take K at some point and they yeah. get horse madness. Yeah. They get a horse madness. Because it's a horse drug. My eyes look crazy. They're no. completely black. No. They're fun. Actually, they are kind of weird. What did you take? I'm guessing he found some K. Kennedy, technically speaking, it's for horses. Yeah. Uh, this has been, is this a quote from Pride and Prejudice or Fire Island? And we're yeah, not any closer and- to our mission of figuring out what property this is based on no i think we should probably get back to the plot of the film so there's this tension between the love interest who's brought the two worlds together this boy named charlie he's got a friend who is named will yeah he's pretty icy yeah pretty standoffish Mm -hmm. especially to joel kim booster's character yeah they're not necessarily interested in one another at the beginning of the film it doesn't seem like it um, They're both very handsome. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you would think that you would acknowledge that at least that they're both very like super hot yeah, dudes. Yeah, but I guess everyone is in this movie except Margaret Cho is a super hot dude. Literally every character in this film except Margaret Cho yeah. is a super hot man. Yeah. So it's like a dime a dozen out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so these two, um, they're sort of circling one another, but they're both kind of the the caretaker of. Their, their group. Their group and their friend who's yeah. in love with the other friend. Right. And they're looking after each yeah. other. Yes. Um, and then a bad man, a bad man who's a, a hot, sexy man shows up. And he seems nice. A little too nice. Oh, Dex. Yeah. Ha- what, Jack, I'm just going to quickly stop down here. Yeah. Uh, because I do have a hashtag swoon. Okay. <laughs> um, and even though he ends up being sort of a... He's a cat. A cad, yeah. Uh, Dex is a hunk and a half. Whoa. He's a hunk and a half. What a good looking dude. <laughs> I gotta say, like, I've been making some hay out of being like, they're all handsome. Yeah. And, but as a n- non-gay man, I, I I stopped down for a second and was like, whoa, this guy's even more handsome. <laughs> He's very me. handsome. Like, <laughs> Startlingly, like, blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, sandy blonde hair. Like, a really, like, sturdy mustache. <laughs> yeah. But he's bad. He's a bad. He's a bad cat. He's a bad cat. He likes to um, do secret recordings of people having sex with him that he sells that on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that happens to yeah. our peer Matt Rogers. And even though, and and we had been warned, hadn't we, by the standoffish? Yeah, the standoffish man, Will. Will. So it happens to Matt Rogers, our podcasting peer. Yeah, he um, takes too much horse tranquilizer and yeah, it happens. Has sex with this hunk and a half. Yeah, uh, and it's humiliated. He's humiliated. His video is put on the internet. It sucks. It's non-consensual. We think, and it's bad. Yeah. Trying to think of any sort of literary parallels or oh right, cinematic parallels. Okay, I can do this. I know I can do this. So there's kind of two characters who don't, on the face of it, are not interested in one another. Yeah. And one of them kind of has knowledge of 
the caddish nature of this this newcomer. Mm. A scarlet letter. Scarlet letter. Yeah. Is that what Talented Mr. Ripley is about? I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen it either. I don't I don't think so. No. You know, that's kind of the kiss and tell type of situation. Yeah, I guess it could be the scarlet pumpernickel. Yeah, it could be the scarlet pumpernickel. <laughs> so, I guess we'll put that up on the wall. We'll throw that up on the wall. Okay, yes. We'll put that in the maybe. I guess, like, qualified maybe. Yeah, well, and there's another problem wherein um, one of the hangers-on of Will thinks that Will is for him. Yes, because like, he's yeah, and he's moving to California. He's this is like the the other guy in the group. Yeah, um, who's also like he's pretty like obnoxious and not necessarily nice to our boys. Yeah, but is also like nice enough to them and like hangs out with them and like invites yeah. them into like their party. He's house. got a snobby. He's got snob vibes. Yeah, but um, yeah, and that kind of throws everyone off the set. Will he yeah. wants the standoffish man to be his California boyfriend when he moves to California? Yes. He needs a starter boyfriend. Gosh, what's is there something with that? No, <laughs> I don't think so. I can think of. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I've got another segment we can do. Okay. If it's helpful, while while we kind of ponder it, yep, and then we could come back to it. Yeah, I'm feeling like the helpful? lady in the meme with the math. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the lady in the meme with the math. Yeah, you know? we're the ladies in the meme with the yeah. math. And don't worry, we'll get there, folks. We'll get there. Let's clear the room. Let's clear the air. Okay, this is a little segment we like to do. Um, that's called, on the one hand, yeah. Um, and I don't know, like to do this one. I'm actually, yeah. I've never been invited to do this one. No, you're not invited. I'm always excused right when it starts. Yeah. And actually, I'm yeah. being ushered out right now. Yeah. So I'll see yeah. you in a little bit. shut up. I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah. Hello, Jack. Oh, hello, Arbiter Tanner. You've taken on like a real kind of sinister, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sinister. Uh, let me explain the situation to you here, Arbiter Tanner. Normally, I take some positive reviews of the property at hand and some negative reviews of the property at hand from Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, there were a couple of problems oh, okay. this week. What? Problem number one, because this film is not yet out of theaters, right. there are no Rotten Tomatoes right. user reviews yet. Right. I did find an alternative. Okay. But I ran out of time, and I only found... On the other hand, reviews. Okay. So I only found some negative reviews. Okay. So we're just going to have to, Arbiter Tanner, you're just going to have to judge. Best of the worst. I think the best of the worst. I found three reviews, and they're not of this movie. Okay. It, that That's probably okay. <laughs> See, what was happening was I was preparing a segment for that I did with Tanner, regular Tanner, before this, oh, okay. where we were doing some funny shit where we were saying, like, he oh, cool? is this a is quote cool? from... He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> You've never actually met. Yeah. He's fine, you know? Yeah. We were doing a segment where I was saying, is this a quote from the book Pride and Prejudice or from this movie? And then I just kind of had that on the brain. And so what I've got for you is three one-star Amazon reviews of the novel Pride and Prejudice, which has nothing oh, to okay. do with anything, huh. really. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't... <laughs> Ultimately, we'll say, the, you know what we'll the, do. Here's what we'll do. The media that's being yeah. reviewed is ultimately you don't not care. Yeah. important to me. I'm You're here for the, the reviews. Budget. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm here to dispense out my form of justice, which is yeah. shower the person I agree here's with what the I'll most say. with kisses. Let's do this. Here's on the one hand, and it's going to be from me. And withhold kisses from those I don't. On agree the one with. hand, from me, five stars. 
Uh, okay, on prejudice. the one hand, Pride From and Prejudice. Jack. And c- can Jack I, Shepard, 2022. I'm going to invite Tanner back in for a second. Okay. Hi, I, al- I also, five stars, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. I think it's a great yeah. uh, book. It's the tits. I'm, I'm going to go now. Okay, that's my <clears> review. <throat> five stars. Jack. It's the tits. Yeah, I haven't read it. Yeah, okay. That's what I say. Now let's go to the other side of the ledger and talk to some folks who have a point of view on the other hand. Okay. Someone called Elk Bader. Okay. Elk Bader. Elk Bader. Elk Bader. Okay. On June 11th, 2021, gave this novel. I don't need to know his name or the date. (laughs) Gave it one star. And they say the following. If you've ever received a creative writing paper with the words show, don't tell written across the top, you'll wonder how this book ever made it into anyone's top list. It should be called Pride and Exposition. It reads like a boring Victorian romance novel written by a spinster who's never been in a romantic relationship in her life. Okay. Yeah. You know, I said I don't really care about the media, but everything that guy just said definitely Mm -hmm. does not apply to the film no, this is about the novel. No, I know, but I'm just but, saying, yeah. like, just to... Yeah. It's very clear that they're not talking about the film Fire Island. Yes. Yes. Thus divorcing Fire Island from this conversation... Right. ...even more. Even further. Yeah. If that were possible. Right. Yeah. Okay. I've got a second one-star review of Pride and Prejudice that was given on August 17th of 2021. 2021 was a big year for one-star reviews of Pride and Prejudice. It was a pandemic. We were all, like, stuck inside. It was like, I'm finally going to read that book, you know? Yeah. This is someone called Broken Driver. Yeah. Cool name. I do not recommend this book for any young readers. My 13-year-old girl despised reading it and had trouble following what was going on. I recommend Love and Gelato instead. Mm. (laughs) I'm not sure if he or she is recommending a book called that. Did they, or is it just, set off in italics or quotation no, marks? No. So no, then, love, and then it's an surely not talking about yeah. a book or a film because then he would have done italics yeah. or quotes. Okay. So he's talking yeah. about instead of watching, yeah. sorry, reading the book yeah. Pride, and, Pride Prejudice. and Prejudice, you should try love. Yeah. Oh, and gelato. And gelato. <laughs> You're feeling naughty. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Not helpful. And then here's here's one more on the other hand from Alieska, someone called Alieska, who gave this novel one star on August 8th, 2015. Okay. Hated it. And that's from uh, In Living Color. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Is that the weigh-ins? Yeah. yeah. They say, Hated it. Yeah. And then she goes on to say, I know it's a classic and a lot of people love Jane Austen. I can appreciate her talent, but I found the characters vapid and shallow. And then she pauses for a second in a moment of self-reflection and says, maybe that's the point. <laughs> yeah, maybe you, should, maybe you should have considered that before you left the review. <laughs> so those are that's what we've got. All right. On Pride this is Prejudice. a tough one yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, because it's best of the worst. Well, well, you can say, because Jack Tanner said he liked it, and Jack said it's the tits. Right. Which I think is okay to say. I think that's okay to say. I don't think it. I think you can only say that in England. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the first one. The guy who says it should be called Pride and Exposition? Yeah. Okay. He wanted more pictures. He said, show, don't tell Jane Austen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that he's... Elk Bader. Yeah. Okay. 
He's really cracked it. Um, so I'm going to give him all the kisses. And I'm going to excuse myself now. Okay, so what, Arbiter Tanner, goodbye. Oh, he's gone. He's gone, yeah. He left. So we've got about ten minutes left. And have we, have we said the whole movie and have we figured out what it's based on? All right, any last minute clues? So here's yeah. what happens at the end of the yeah. film. Mm. Uh, Jolkin Booster and the sort of like standoffish Will yeah. end up hanging out a lot and they end up doing kissing and falling yes. in love. Yes. And, and that's nice. The obnoxious boy invites the ex lover of what's his name? She who must not be named. Wh- uh, um, Charlie. Yes. He invites Charlie, his ex-lover, and Charlie sort of ends up paying more attention to the ex-lover, and Bowen Yang is leaving the island disappointed. Yeah. And then they do a go to him. They do a go to him. Yeah. And they take a boat. On a boat. And catch up. They go to and him. And they go to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then and they smooch That's the end of the film. Yeah. So does that remind you? Then that's sort of our last main beat. And is that is there a, from anything? Is there a go to him? Is there like, you know, someone else comes into the picture and the... Go to him is traditionally something that you and I used to say about, in reverse, about um, Marianne Spear's father, Mr. Spear, and Marianne's uh, friend, Dawn's mother. Sharon Porter. Sharon. It, when we used to talk about the Babysitter's Club books. Yeah. So could it be Marianne's Great Romance? Could that That's be, a Babysitter's Club Honestly, book. very close. Because it's kind of New England Let's adjacent. go back. Let's go back. Yeah. Driving force of the movie to male friends of varying degrees of experience, sexual experience, yeah. agree that by the end of the session, everybody's going to... They will all have had sex. Yeah. So sex packed. Sex packed, yeah. We got a sex packed on our hands. Um, Joel Kim Booster's character says to Bo and Yang's character at one point that he shouldn't get sucked into Charlie's orbit. So there's like social stratosphere. There's and like that's a class classic dynamic. Kevin yeah. and Vicky. Okay. Do you remember Kevin and Vicky from American Pie? They were like dating and they were like, oh, oh are we going to actually go like, we're going to go off to college? Are we going to stay together? Should we like lose our virginity to one yeah. another? Yeah. Yeah, there's a sex pact in that, and then there's that. Yeah. Okay. At one point, okay. uh, Margaret Cho tells them to throw cans at the grocery store to dent them so they can get a discount. Yeah. Literally, beat for beat from Big Daddy, Adam Sandler's Big Daddy. So yeah. that's in the running now. That's We've got American Pie. We've got Big Daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess Dex is kind of this mysterious outsider who comes in. Yeah. Much like uh, Nadia. In American, in American Pie. Pie, that's three for American Pie. Yeah, man. and then films a, like a films a sex scene, just like Jim yeah. and Nadia did in American Pie. Have we cracked this? I mean, let's think about it's either this or it's either that or Big Daddy, right? Yeah. Well, and then Noah, I, th- I guess Noah and Will are like classic Jim and Michelle. Yeah. So we know Noah's Jim, right? From America, I'm. I'm I don't know whether to be impressed or dismayed. And Will is Michelle because they're like familiarity with the first names of. They all sort the of come from politics. two different like worlds, yeah. two different stratospheres, but you know, yeah. find find one another in, in yeah. this mixed up world. Yeah, I guess Luke and Dex is kind of like Finch and Stifler's mom. <laughs> 
I think we've done it. I'm so pleased because we're just running Definitely out of American time pie, on the episode. Right? It's American Pie, folks. You got to see Fire Island. It's a super fun movie. It's based on a classic. You don't. It, you don't need to know the classic to enjoy it. No, it's a no, fun no, movie no. by itself. It's really cool. It's yeah, you know, but like, you would probably like American Pie, so check that out as well. It's really yeah, good. But it it helps if you've seen American Pie because it's like you can see all the like resonance yeah, between you can the see all two the like kind of classic movies. Yeah. yeah, that's so fun. I love that. Yeah. I love that. When I was looking at the um, Wikipedia page for American Pie yesterday, um, (laughs) I they describe Paul Finch. Do you remember anything about American Pie? It puts his dick in a pie. The the one guy has sex with Stifler's mom. Yes, and his name is Finch. And on the Wikipedia page, they describe him as a macchiato drinking sophisticate. (laughs) That's not accurate. Uh, so I'm glad we found that. Yep, very yes. good. And you, we told you we'd get there. And it's, sometimes it's fun to not just look it up, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that, like, fills, fills tape, you know? She's an icon. She's a legend. That's about this movie. Yeah, That's about, about American Pie. It's about, um, yeah, it's about American Pie. Uh, and Oh, do you want to do Burns? I guess I didn't capture one. Uh, at the um, six-minute, 15-second mark, uh, Margaret Cho is... Uh, on her porch, and they're all arriving for the first time, and she yells, Bitch! I knew I smelled some bottoms! <laughs> and they smell like bottoms, like poop, right? That's funny, and I think that it has a double meaning in the gay community. Huh? <laughs> all right, folks, that's all the time that we have for today. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. I hope you uh, enjoy watching this film. It's based on a classic. Um, so yeah. you're, you know, your English professors will be pleased that you watched it as well. You can use it as like an anecdote at a party. Be like, oh, did everyone see Fire Island? Did you know it's based on American you know, it's Pie? It's based on American Pie? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, so very much for bearing with me this week. You're I uh, love and kiss you, and I do also love and kiss the bed pots and the sex bugs and the baby nation and everybody who likes to listen to our show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to our show. I love and kiss you. We would love to tell you you've got to uh, join our Facebook group. It's Baby Nation on Facebook. And you know what? Why not make today the day you subscribe for our Patreon? It's patreon.com slash podcast. What is we this? We got a whole show about – I'm doing a thing. About the TG. I, I thought it was going well. It was going well until you said, what is this? And now I'm, I've deflated. But just do it. Come on. It helps to support us. And we have a whole other show there. It's only $5 a month. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Everyone's having a good time there. You know what? Rate and review our show wherever you rate and review shows. It really helps us to, uh, I guess, stay kind of like where we are mostly. Yeah, but that's mostly helps good. us tread. Yeah. <laughs> tread, tread water. water. And uh, tell a friend. Yeah, please do. Tell a friend. Um, about our show. Uh, and you know what? Reach out to us if you've got um, a, something you think that we would uh, be good at covering. Get on the Facebook group and tell us a property, a romance novel, or film um, that you think you Or anything, like really. A lot of people have been saying that um, our good friend, Aaron LaRosa, wrote a uh, romance novel about a butter. Uh, it's, it's, called, it's called, like, For Butter or Worse. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have been asking us to yeah we um, should do that talk about that so we should get our friend Erin LaRosa on oh so yeah I bet she would be pleased to do that I bet so too yeah <laughs> you know authors normally do like to promote their books and if we were better at <laughs> just all the stuff we would be like hey Erin you wrote a romance novel. you even Come said on. our friend Erin <laughs> yeah. LaRosa and I was like oh that's fun we should definitely do that one still didn't yeah. make the connection that we could reach out to her and <laughs> ask her to come on 
So that look forward to that. And in the meantime, all that remains is for me to say that this week we read a movie. The movie we read was, of course, called Fire Island. Next week, we're going to be reading a little book called um, It's a Movie. It's called a movie. It's a movie, and it's called Once. Yep. And it's the one with the song that they sing in it. It's called Once. Looking forward to that next week. All that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Sarah Greenring. And I didn't write a thing for this. I hope you find your... Can you I've, do it? I hope you find your mad and horningly ever after. Somehow mad and horning, horny... What's the line? Somehow I'm mad and horny. Oh, there I see. Yeah, somehow I'm, <laughs> somehow I'm horny and also madly at forever. Yeah. We might be childhood friends.